0: This is the Health, Hope, and Healing Podcast. If you've ever wondered if there was more to life, if you find yourself yearning for connection, more purpose, more fulfillment, you're in the right place. We believe God dreamed more for you when He dreamed the dream of you. So this is an invitation, an invitation for you to take your next step into all Jesus did for you on the cross, all that's available here and now. So come on, let's step in and maybe it's time to step up. Hello, welcome to this week's podcast of health, hope, and healing. I'm Brady Daniel. Uh, This week we're going to be talking about emotions. Uh, What are they? Why are they so important? And why do we feel that they deserve the opportunity for us to talk about today? And so uh, a counselor talking about emotions probably does not shock you by any means of the measure, but from the standpoint of why that is, hopefully we'll unpack a little bit today. But I really want to first uh, talk about the idea of this scripture that's found in Isaiah 41.10, uh, where it really talks about the idea of fear not, for I'm with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. When we look at the first part of the scripture, it says, fear not, for I am with you. What I think is interesting about this, and I think it kind of speaks to the complexity of how we feel before we think, is the dynamic of how this scripture really talks about that the idea of how we can fear. And if we can address it and validate it, then the opportunity of us getting to this logical state of mind can actually be had. How much of the time do you find yourself having a conversation with somebody and the other individual and or yourself are highly emotional? the other individual and or yourself, maybe, in the, the, the logical one in that very moment. And as a result of that, later on, after emotions kind of dissipate, you find that the conversation that you had is not remembered. And you're sitting there thinking, how can you not remember what was discussed? Or how can I not, how come I can't remember what was discussed? I was standing right there. They were standing right there. But were you in the same brain frequency, the dynamic of where y'all both were in a conscious state, a logical state of mind, or was one in the emotional state. We understand that we feel before we think. So much of the time we spend here in Our society that we put an emphasis on the logical on the spatial on the analytic and so if we understand that the limbic and or emotional brain is the first threshold of how we absorb data Um, if you've heard earlier podcasts I've talked a little bit about this about how everything that is coming to us relationships interactions social media politics you name it is data And the first threshold that it absorbs through is the emotional brain and or the limbic system. The opportunity of what happens from there is very, very fascinating. But the opportunity of what happens in a lot of people is that they bypass that so that they can get to this logical state of mind. And the way I kind of anticipate it, it's kind of like driving a a standard. The opportunity of trying to get it from first to fifth gear without actually going through second, third, and fourth gear in the process. Can you get it there? Well, maybe, I don't know, but are you going to cause it serious issues through, through the process of getting it through first to fifth gear? Some individuals would probably argue Brady it can't be done and you know what, you're probably right, but let's say hypothetically it could be. What is the consequence along the way is that that transmission and all the complexity that makes it up is probably gonna be very, very impacted negatively because of that. And so if we can sit there and say, if, if our vehicles are impacted when we don't walk through a, the, the legitimate linear process, and then how much more are we gonna be impacted because of not walking through something similar? And so what we have to understand is that we feel before we think. We feel before we think. And when we acknowledge what is it that I'm feeling and be able to process that, that, that is vital. When data comes to us, the emotional brain it, it absorbs it. It comes in and it needs the mind to validate. Now, again, I've talked about this early on in other podcasts. But the opportunity is if a mind can validate, the two can become one and that we can have the opportunity of moving forward. The problem is that if we haven't taught the mind how to turn inward and validate, then as a result, it creates a defense mechanism, as in Freud's work, and um, it looks for opportunities to protect the body, but it causes complications as a result because we need the two to be assimilated and the mind needs to turn inward and validate to actually acknowledge and tell the body what's going on. So when this doesn't happen, then the, then the emotions get repressed into the body, and it, it creates impact. We understand in Scripture, there's a Scripture that says that we've been given the authority to trample over snakes and scorpions. And when we look at that Scripture, we see the impact, but we typically look at the framework of seeing that Scripture through the external things that we're supposed to partake in, uh, take dominion over, take authority over outside of us. But what's interesting about that scripture is it doesn't articulate whether it's external or internal, but I believe that it actually gives us the opportunity of doing both, not only to take authority over the things outside of us, but also inside of us. And so one of the most powerful, the most helping things that we can actually do is to acknowledge what's going on inside us. So when this energy of pain or anxiety or whatever it is from the data that we've been able that we've received because of something impactful gets repressed in the body that energy is circulating because of just the natural formation and the natural loop do we acknowledge it are we aware of it the body's aware of it but does the mind acknowledge it and validate and this is why it's so important for us to actually turn inward and actually be able to voice what we're feeling. That's why counseling. This is why confession, the opportunity of talking with a good friend can be so impacting because of being able to give what's going on inside us a voice. Not only to give it a voice, but to emote and share and express. And the opportunity of getting that energy out can be extremely impacting positively. It'd be like having a big splinter inside of you and never addressing it. What happens? It just goes away, right, Brady? Well, I wish it did, but unfortunately as a result of that, things continue to get worse. The longer that we hold that in, the more impact it creates. Until what? We have to go in there and get that thing out. Well, doesn't that cause pain? Yes. Is it gonna be painful thereafter for a little bit? But over time, does it do we are we able to utilize the area of the body where that splinter kind of came out of? So when we think about repression, when we think about emotions, when we talk about validating, validating is seeing, validating is understanding, validating is hearing. I hear, I see, I understand. And when we can do that, not only for ourselves, just as God does that, he says... For the women out there that are listening to this, I see you. For the men out there right now that are listening to this, I see you. For the children, for the teenagers, for whomever is listening to this right now, that he says, I see you. I hear you. I understand. That is so validation to the very core of who we are. Why? Because the greatest need that we have is love. And from a cellular standpoint, we lean into things that are accepting and loving. And then as a result, if it's not, if it doesn't seem accepting, then guess what? Everything within us leans away. We lean into things that are loving and accepting, and we lean away from things that are not. And so when we can actually be accepting of ourselves through what's taking place by acknowledging and validating what is going on inside of ourselves, and giving it a voice and allowing ourselves to be operational within the power that we've been creating, we've been created in so that we can validate, so that we can emote, so that we can get it out. So you can see the impact of what that does to us individually. But what about the opportunity of being able to validate one another? The opportunity of a husband being able to validate a wife, or a wife being able to validate a husband. Now when we talk about validation, we talk about emotions, a lot of times we think about validation is agreement. And the great thing about validation is you do not have to agree. Validation is by acknowledging. It's about acknowledging it'd be like equivalency of a little one, a little toddler learning how to walk and falls down and scrapes their elbow. And they run up to their caregiver, mommy, daddy, whomever it may be. And they point to their elbow and they they're crying, they're upset. And they're pointing to their elbow and they say, I hurt, I hurt. If we were the caregiver and we looked at that and said, eh, get out of here with that, now the individual has two pains. And so the opportunity of whether we agree with it and or not, the opportunity about validation is about recognizing and about acknowledging. And when we can do that, it impacts not only us when we can validate ourselves, but it also when we can validate others, it is incredibly impacting the opportunity of allowing your spouse, a good friend, A person that you just met the opportunity of knowing that they're seen that they're heard that they're understood it is incredibly impacting so validate 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 and when you validate it guess what validate some more the opportunity of being able to be seen and to see people the the opportunity to be heard and to hear people the, the opportunity to be understood and to understand people is incredibly impacting And if we will practice just this one dynamic, what would the world look like? The opportunity of not whether or not people agree with me or with whomever I'm around, but the opportunity of them validating. Brady, I see you, I hear you, and I understand. What that does is it allows the limbic, the emotional brain to to be uh, affirmed and the operational of moving from that place to the logical, the prefrontal cortex where logic, spatial analytics can actually take place. But so much of the time when we're having conversations with another individual, if one of us is emotional, the other one is logical, it's kind of like, and I'm showing my age here a little bit, the idea of trying to get an FM station while, while scanning the AM, the AM tracks. Trying to get an AM station while tuning through the FM tracks. The opportunity of having a great conversation. It was two individuals being in the same space. How? If one is emotional, the opportunity to acknowledge, to see, to hear, to acknowledge the pain that they are experiencing. Well, Brady, I don't agree with their pain. Again, The opportunity of agreement is needed and necessary and important, but within validation, it's about recognizing and about seeing. It's about recognizing and hearing. It's about recognizing and understanding so that the person knows that we care, that we love through the acceptance of how we are interacting with them. So as you think about validation, What does that look like by receiving God's validation as he proclaims his love for us? Not only that, but what does it look like by us validating ourselves? Because if we're constantly looking for other people to validate us, that that they may not be able to, or they don't have it within them for whatever reason, then as a result of that, we're running around and it can seem very much like a hostage-esque experience. We're running around asking them, please, please validate me. Please validate me. Please validate me. And as a result, if they don't, then we become very disappointed and hurt and wounded. But the opportunity of the powerful nature that we've been created in is to be able to receive God's validation and validate ourselves, So that if those people do validate us, that is very affirming to what it is that we've already received that validation that we've we've given ourselves. But what does that look like for us not only to learning to receive validation from God to validate ourselves but also to look outside of ourselves to a society that is desperate just as we all are desperate to receive validation. World, do you see me? World, do you hear me? World, do you understand? So that we can love through accepting so that we can love through validating. Validate, validate, validate. Thank you for listening. We speak health, hope, and healing over you. For more information, visit our website at integratedcnw.com.